When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. She gon' take care of her bitch, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin'. She gon' take care of her kids, she truckin', yeah. She a boss, she do it big, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. She a boss, she do it big, she truckin', truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', ah. Sisters, welcome to our She Trucking Podcast. My name is Angelica Martinez. I will be your host for the evening. A little about me. I've worked in transportation, uh, not as a trucker, but I have been in the field for uh, for over five years now. And I've been in financing for about two years. And I've been, and I am your uh, She Trucking moderator um, going on five months now, and I am joined uh, tonight by Carmen Madrigal with Credit Rx. Hello, ladies. I'm Carmen. I'm a certified credit repair specialist who has worked in the credit and financial industry for over 10 years. Welcome, Carmen. We are happy to have you here with us today. Um, our first topic uh, that we wanted to uh, discuss is about financing. Um, this was a good way to build your fleet. Uh, luckily, I am an account executive for Champion for Champion Equipment Finance. Uh, we finance company drivers, owner operators, company owners, uh, investors, and in the uh, transportation industry and several other fields um, as well. We at uh, Champion work with over 30 lenders uh, to get the best possible financing. Uh, We understand that every situation is different, and we consider different things depending on the application that has been submitted by customers. Some of the things that we look at in financing are uh, time in business. Most applications that we... um, receive, we want at least for you to have at least two or more years in um, in business. Uh, as a driver, as a company owner, or um, an investor, to have some type of time in business before we can finance. Also, we look at a fleet size, which is most importantly what we are talking about today. Um, this is important when filing for financing. Uh, this can be taken into consideration when you are attempting to finance uh, equipment for that is over 500,000 miles and older than 10 years. Um, there is uh, 
sometimes when you don't have three or more pieces of equipment under your name, there is a age restriction, which, you know, you can't finance something that's over the 500,000 miles in less than 10 years. Uh, The other thing that we look at in financing is home ownership. Uh, Lenders like to see that you've financed a huge purchase, a personal purchase, like a home, um, and they like to see that you give your payments on time, especially as a home. Um, They want to see financial stability. You know, that's verified through your bank statements. They want to know, you know, to make sure that that if we finance this piece of equipment that you're looking for, that you're able to to make the monthly payment and still have money in your account for just in case you're, you know, you have an emergency in your business. Um, a down payment is also important. Most banks will ask for about 20% down on on the equipment that you're looking for to to purchase. So depending on the amount that you have would be the um, down payment that you would have to to have in order to to finance. Um, the one of the first things once we submit once once we receive an application one of the first thing that is that is uh done on an application is your credit your credit is pulled um, especially for a commercial loan it is a hard pull every single time that you turning an application so the lenders that we work with are most of them um, or several of them are the ones that are the lenders that you go and when you submit your information to a dealer, some of the lenders that we work with, also the dealers work with. The difference is um, we only pull your credit once at the dealership. They don't have a broker license, so they have to submit your applications to different banks, which they're pulling your, your credit each time. Um, this is very important, which is what brings us to our next topic of discussion, which is credit. And it's an important factor when it comes to financing. Um, uh, Carmen is with us today, and she can help us better understand this topic. So the reason why um, I would say that credit is important is because our credit report is like our own individual financial report card. It is rated from um, 300 to 850 score, and that's what lenders like you and Helica actually look at um, the credit score to see what, how you guys will determine on how much you'll be able to lend on a person. So not only do lenders like um, Champion review your credit, but other companies review your credit history too. So it is important, you know, that we always keep up with that score. Because when we apply for a job, employers um, do a credit review before hiring you. They rate your credibility and your trustworthiness through your credit report. Other companies like insurance companies, you know, they review your credit history to determine your premium rates. So depending on that score, it determines on how much you're actually going to be able to um, 
pay on interest or having to put anything as far as down payment or even get a, a good a good job, um, our pain history follows us throughout our livelihood. So I would say that's one of the one of the really really good reasons why credit is important to us. So um, as far as what is considered a good credit score, a good credit score is considered 700 or above. So the majority of society have credit scores that range from 600 to 750, and anything below a 630 is considered poor. So um, the way that Credit RX or I can help is, you know, we can help you with any start. So what we do is we remove any negative items from your credit reports, um, date payments, repossessions, collections, um, and a little bit more information on that um, would be um, like bankruptcies. If you have questions on that, um, we can always help you with that as well. You know, we also help you with um, having better credit scores and lower interest rates on purchases. So as far as how the process works, so we do, um, we obtain your credit report and work on a plan targeting any questionable and negative items. We will use a variety of strategies to try to get negative items removed from your credit report with each credit bureau. This includes like disputing the items on the report as well as negotiating with creditors to get the negative records removed. And this this does take time. So credit bureaus um, have as long as 30 days before rendering a decision. So we do have like um, bureau challenges. We go through your entire credit report and challenge any negative or inaccurate records that you might have on your credit report. A lot of them could be hard inquiries, like when you pull your credit, that is a hard hard inquiry. <clears throat> um, another thing that we do help will be with credit interventions. We negotiate with creditors to ensure that the records are accurate. We um, do inquiry assist, we confirm whether are all the hard inquiries are accurate and removing those that are not. So that would also help with increasing your credit score as well. And we do the cease and desist um, letters that we get to go get. Uh, we send them to the debt collectors to follow and to make sure they're following the law and stop hounding you when they call you constantly to get payment or when they send you mails in the mail. So that's how credit repair works. And um, as far as the fees, there is an enrollment fee of $99 and a monthly fees of 69. There's no contract and no mem like there's no contract so you can cancel at any time. And not only do we help your credit repair, we analyze your credit pattern with you. We work on ways to educate you on your credit report, your spending patterns, and create a better paying history. We go over your unsecured debt and come up with a game plan with you to pay off um, or down any of your balances that you may have. And that's, that's great information. Now, I have a question for you. Some of them, with especially that company that submit an application, they're first, um, we pull their credit, and they, they ask me, you know, I don't want you to pull my personal credit, just my business credit. What is what is the difference between um, our or how what what information can you give us about that? 
So on your personal and your business credit, so your personal credit is based on your personal spending history, and that's tied to your Social Security number. As far as um, your business credit, it is actually based on your business's financial history, which it means like that's what's extended to you on your business, like a business credit card or a small loan. And business credit is not tied to your social security number. It's tied to your employer identification number or EIN. Um, sometimes people have a business tax ID number. They can start creating um, business credit on that. So that's the difference between those two. So when they're asking for business credit, it's not associated with the social security number. It's associated with the business history of what is being lent to them on a business side. Yeah, because on, on our end, we look at both. When we um, look into financing, we ask for every single application, an EIN number is requested and a business, an EIN number is uh, requested for the business side of, of credit, and we also ask for your Social Security number to pull your personal credit as well. In that sense, we we ask for that, just so we can notice what is going to be the best way to finance. Um, and, you know, you might call me and tell me, you know, don't don't pull my personal credit, just pull my business. But there might be something, you know, like a home, if you're a homeowner, you know, uh, that's going to be on your personal side. So we try to pull that into the into the deal in order to get you the best possible financing. Now, that that to us, and uh, to build your fleet is very important, um, especially if it's if you're a first-time buyer. That the information on your credit is very important. We need to make sure that one that you have a high credit score. So maybe Carmen, maybe you can help or talk to uh, to us about how can somebody who has a credit score that is lower than 650, what can they do um, other than, you know, subscribe to your services? What else can they do or what do they have to be prepared for uh, before they, they give you a call? So um, I know there's a lot of companies out there like Credit Sesame or Identity IQ or even just your bank that actually gives you an idea of where your credit score is. So I would say the first thing would do is just see exactly where you are in your credit. Um, if you don't have a 650 or higher, then look at your credit history. What's um, Are they collections? Are they medical bills that you haven't paid on? Is it credit cards? Is it repos? What, what exactly is it that um, you're trying to accomplish when you look at your credit? Is it... Um, and then from there, if you're not going to use me as your services, and the second thing would be is I know that a lot of these places do offer um, where they'll give you one or two items removed from your inquiries. And sometimes a lot of them will be the hard inquiries. So when you get your credit pull, that is a hard inquiry. And a lot of these companies do help you with removing like a few complementary ones. And even with that being removed, your credit score can go up between two to sometimes seven, eight points on hard inquiries. So I would I would start there. And then just looking at your um, your pain history. Are your balances high or um, are you just paying a minimum? You know, we always suggest that 
if you want to pay down a, a balance, you have to give more than that minimum balance. You have to give at least, you know, twice or three times more than what your minimum balance is just to help you with that. And other than that, um, just try to create a good pain history. So I would say that that's where I would start at. Okay. Now, um, for the, or how long is the process to get somebody to get a higher score or, you know, do do you have a, a amount of time that this can take? So everyone is um, case by case basis. So everyone is, it's it's different with how they are. Um, some clients do stay with this for three months. Um, others stay with this for eleven, twelve months. I don't ever see anyone more than twelve months in our program. Um, just because they've already accomplished. Either, they're, either if it was a minimum goal or a long-term goal, like buying a house or just getting, you know, something to help them with their business as far as the business loan. So it just really depends on that person and their credit history. It didn't take them overnight to create a bad, you know, credit score. So we want to make sure that we take enough time to get that credit score into a good to perfect status. Now, for someone that has no credit, that has never used their credit before, what um, what kind of assistance can you can you give them? Is there some or would they need your services? Is there some pointers that you can give to them to establish credit? So they, I wouldn't be able to, as far as have a, some type of program to help them build their credit, um, other than I can give them pointers. And one of the pointers would be that. Um, a lot of banks do offer secured credit cards, um, and it's just putting either a small down payment down, and you will pay interest on that down payment, but um, it's creating credit history. The other one would be um, you can add an inquiry to your credit. Um, it would be like if you're renting an apartment or a home, you can actually add that inquiry to your credit history so it can increase your credit score or build some type of credit score. Is that something that you would be able to help them with, or is the person that where they're them. leasing to? No, um, I can um, I can definitely help them create or adding that inquiry um, to their to their credit score or credit history. It's just getting letters from either their landlord or the um, apartment management company who can give them a twelve month history that we can provide to the credit bureau. Is um, credit repair the only thing that the um, our Facebook group is mainly for female truckers? So, you know, we have anywhere between drivers, we have owner-operators, we have company owners, we have um, investors, we have brokers. Is there anything else that you can help our she sisters with um, that, you know, in your line of work? Um, yes. Um, I actually do have other services that I provide. I I am a tax specialist, so I do taxes for a lot of um, business and owner-operators. Um, I also 
help them with their licensing and creating um, LLCs for their companies. Instead of um, being a sole owner, they become a limited liability company. Um, so I help them with, with the transition of um, being a sole prop to a LLC or a member um, in their company. But also help them with anything as far as their notary work here in Texas. And um, as far as not just repairing their credit, I can help them with their EINs, like, you know, creating their employer identification numbers. And I also assist my mom with the commercial insurance. So we also have different companies that we work with for commercial insurance and a dispatch company. My sister and I, we kind of have a dispatcher. We have dispatchers and um, we also help with their audits when it comes with when it comes due to getting their audits taken care of we we help them with that process as well and getting their paperwork and document documentation um ready okay now with this is this also for the ifta yes that's exactly what it is we help them with their ifta and their audits on when they whenever they get audited or they get a letter saying that um they're up for audit on their IFTA, mm-hmm. we help them with that. Okay. Now, is that for just people in Texas or can anyone no. in the U.S.? We ask anyone in the U.S. Um, a lot of the things that we do, we can do remotely if the person is okay with talking to us through the phone or um, even through chat. A lot of them are, they want that face-to-face interaction. Um, we are based in Dallas, Texas, but we can help all over. Okay. So if somebody, and I know now you caught my eye and we're going a little <laughs> off subject from just credit repair and financing, but it, for us, when we finance, it is important for for our lenders that we work with they look more for someone who has an LLC. Why? Because as a lender, and I've talked, I know we have, we work with over 30 of them, or I work with over 30 of them, and each and every one of them, every single time that I send them an application for just a single um, owner operator that wants to finance, they always cringe when they don't have an LLC. Why is it important to have one? So as a sole owner, um, I guess, point of view, I would say that a lot of them kind of countries because they they don't know what an LLC can do to protect them or what can do for them. They're not familiar with it. But um, when you form an LLC, it creates a separate legal entity. It's not attached to your personal anymore. You, it's you as, you know, as a business owner, but then it's, the actual company itself, so it's two. Um, the entity carries on a business um, from that point on rather than you as an individual. When you register a DBA or sole owner or sole prop, it is still you who will be carrying on the business, and only you are doing so under the um, name that you registered it. So you have more liability when you become a DBA instead of an LLC, because with an LLC, um, it's if you were to be under, you know, in a legal matter or in a lawsuit, your LLC will protect you against any personal assets that you might have compared to a DBA or sole prop, you have full responsibility 
on your personal and business. And banks yeah. look at it because they're more like, okay, that's a legal entity. Their personal is not connected to that. Yeah, that's most of our lenders. That's what they tell me. You know, if this if this person was to ever, you know, and we always say, you know, heaven forbid that anything like this ever happens. But if somebody was to sue this uh, sole proprietor or someone that has financing a, a specific, especially a trucker or trailer, you know, if somebody was to sue this person directly, they'll go after their personal assets and not just the business. You know that. The LLC protects them that if at any point they are to get sued, then um, they, they, they can only look at the business portion of it and not their personal assets. And that is one right. thing that, you know, the lenders that we work with look and tell me, please advise this person to get an LLC and incorporate or, you know, or or incorporate their 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 business because they're the lenders that I work with. They're looking at this as a, um, you know, like I said, they cringe when they don't see an LLC. Why? Because if this sole proprietor was ever to get a suit or involved in an accident or anything in, in that sort where some, where that person would get sued, you're out of business because they're coming after your personal assets and how can it's it's a lot easier for somebody who has um business coverage such like an LLC to bounce back from that and still be able to work right. hey you this happened but you know what you can overcome it and there's there's different type of assistance versus if if they just came, if they came after your truck your trailer your home then that becomes a bigger issue um a bigger issue for for that trucker. Now, with it, it does separate um, the personal liability from it, so that's one of the main differences between the LLC and the DBA. And that that was going to be my next question. What are the I've I've received applications. Some of them that have an ink after their company name. Some of them have a uh, their name and a DBA. Um, and their company name. So, what what is what is the difference, and and what what is what do you suggest would be the best one out of out of them all? So, the DBA is um, doing business as it can be a sole prop or a sole proprietor or a um, a partnership. Um, so that's normally where you would the difference um, between the doing business as or DBA. And the LLC, the LLC is a limited, it's a limited um, liability company. So that's more of on a corporation status. And then you do have the Inc., which is incorporated. There, um, there are categories where you want to be something more than just a DBA because you're going to separate the um, personal liability. So as a DBA, is like a sole prop. And if you're going to incorporate it, then you're either going to be a limited liability company, an in-corp company or corporation. So it just really just depends on how how much fleet you have as well or employees depending on what type of title you're going to use. Just as long as it's it's not a DBA. It's it's not the doing business as. What what would be the charge for something for to become an LLC? 
Does that so vary or? It does vary. Um, for the state of Texas, you know, um, they do have, the state of Texas charges 350 to actually um, get your LLC. Now, then you have to get the employee identification number. Different companies charge different, you know, fees. But all in all together, you you can pay between 500 and above to get your LLC incorporated in the state of Texas. Other states, depending on what their state fee is, it just varies. Now, for a DBA, that's just going to your county, and that's basically um, here in Dallas County, it's $24 to get your DBA. Now, this, this service to, for the... For the LLC, is it just you provide the service only in Texas, or can you do it all over the U.S.? I've done it in other states besides Texas. Um, every state, it, it is different. So um, I, I am able to help out with other states. Just some of them will be a little longer, and it's just um, finding out what their state regulations are for an LLC. Okay, okay. Now, part of uh, financing as well is I usually want um, the applicant to have their own authority. Do you uh, provide assistance with that? To become an owner-operator? Yeah, well, more, this is for... um, for hauling, you usually have their own authority to be able to haul, uh, which is like a sometimes a, um, the MC and the DOT numbers. Yes. So yes, if you ask, we do help. Um, we do help owner operators um, get their MCs and their DOTs. Here, well, I've only done it here in the state of Texas. Um, like I said, I am able to help with other states. Is just trying to figure out what their state regulations are. But for the state of Texas, um, it, it is um, they can take up to 21 days before they can even register the DOT. Um, so I am able to help with the applications. A lot of times it's easier if you're able to do it online. And I can help with online process as well. Um, we do everything through paper. It is a longer process. Um, but, yes, we do help with um, if you're working for someone else or just a company and you want to go ahead and take that that step to become an owner-operator, we can help with the transition as well. Nice. Nice. Now, um, what is... What are some important things that um, that we would need to know to become successful in this in this industry? We're talking more to in the transportation field. What are your your uh, what what is what do you think is most important to begin this process? Um, I can. I can tell you what it is on as far as um, the admin side of helping someone become an owner operator. A lot of the times, um, you know, getting all this taken care of is it's just being patient and and having as far as a lot of times people don't have emails because you know they're, they're drivers. So having a good email that we can actually have everything set up so you can have access if you decide to not use our services in the future. 
the transition is, is going to be um, I'm helping you and then you're the owner of it. So you'll be able to have full control of it with the help of us making sure that you are aware of what's going on. Um, so that's one is having an email and then being, you know, um, making sure that you have your logs ready for us whenever we do come in and help you, um, the transition of it as well as, you know, it's, it'll be easier for us when you have everything. A lot of people use electronic logs or some people actually have them written, but whatever, whatever you decide or you're using is just having those for us to be able to come in and help you with that. Because a lot of times they do ask us for that information or um, being mm-hmm. able to, to have it. That communication is what we normally just ask. You know, we understand that there's different hours that a lot of times people are working. So it's just being patient with your hours and our, and our hours so we can get this transition done as smooth as possible. Right. I know some of the important things that I, I see when, before someone gives me, you know, calls me and, and lets me know, um, before you call me, I want a, I want to call anywhere between three to six months before someone is looking to finance. Not, you know, not so I can pull your credit and find out. No, more than anything is to ask you, you know, and prepare you for for that for the financing that you're about to get into. Because I know some of the important things that I look at, look into is, do you have at least a 20% down payment available. Um, I know in financing, we sometimes we might be able to offer a zero down or maybe one or two advanced payments, but it doesn't always happen that way. Um, for us, credit is very important. We need at least a 650 or above credit score in order to in order to finance. And to me, if I ask you what is your credit score and you don't know what your score is, I automatically think, oh, my goodness, I hope that I can pull your credit and you have a 650 or above and I'm able to finance you. But if you call me six months before and you're like, well, I don't know, then I can, you know, send you to Carmen and say, Carmen, can you help? You know, before I pull credit, because I have no way um, of knowing what your score is other than you authorizing me and filling out an application, and then I submit it to our credit department so they can pull that credit. At that point, you know, when you would, well, I guess this is another question for you. I do hard pulls in every single one of my, of whenever I do, I submit an application. What What is a hard pull and a soft pull? So a hard pull is considered like someone like you who pulls the credit because you're going to lend on a, you're going to lend out. So that actually affects their credit score. It can affect it from 3% all the way up to 9 points on their credit score, even higher depending on um, how many, like if you said you're one lender, um, like dealerships, they use several lenders. So they're pulling your credit six, seven, eight different times. So that's, that's a hard inquiry six, seven, eight different times. A soft pull, it's more like when you, the person, is wanting to know what your credit score is, like credit testing you through your bank. 
um, you're not actually applying for a loan. You're just trying to see what your credit score is at. And you are allowed one free credit score, um, one free a year through the three credit bureaus. Um, so that when you pull it and you're asking for it because you just want to look at it, then that's considered more of a soft pull. You're not using it or you're not going to a lender or dealership or purchasing a house where they need it to review it for lending purposes. I, I right, right. I think that's the best way to explain it. And after after they pull credit, about how long does it take in order for those points to come back up to on your on your report? So it varies. Or does I mean, it vary it or, take, or? Yeah, it varies. It can take months. It can take, I've seen inquiries on their credit report for 12 months. Um, unless you, you go in and dispute them yourself, then they're not going to be removed. There's really not much of a time period that I've seen because I've seen them up to 12 months. Mm, okay. And and that's just something that's automatically um rolled off your credit your credit report. It's not something that you know the the person who pulled that credit is you know is it something that they can do, right? No, there's nothing because um was one of the things that we use to get a lot of their credit scores um increase it's one of the tactics that we use is you your when well uh, like let's say that I'm going to get my credit um pulled by you well that's a hard pull um but if I'm going to go to a company to get um my credit repair fixed well they're going to do a soft pull and they're going to look at everything as far as what's on my credit report and a lot of them are hard inquiries what you pulled as a lender um, so what I what what the company can do, the credit repair company can do, is go in there and just um, use different tactics to let these credit bureau companies know that um, they need to verify if that's an accurate pull, and if they can't verify it by a law, they have to remove it. So unless someone requests to be removed, then they're just going to be on there. You have to actually do something to get those removed from your credit bureau or credit report history. Now, another thing, once for us, um, the first thing that we do is, you know, we pull credit. Then, you know, we find a way to to pre-approve you. If you have the equipment that you're you're going to purchase, then, you know, once we receive the approval, you will, you agree to the terms. We um, apply those that approval into that equipment. Or if you don't have the equipment, we help you look for it. Well, I help you look for it. There's many lenders out there that are like, no, you find it, you let me know what you, which one you want, and I'll call your dealer directly. And with me, I help you. If you have not found the equipment that you're looking for, I get you a pre-approval, something for, you know, close to what you're looking for. So once we find the equipment, um, I submit that equipment into the lender um, they approve it. We um, we start the financing process. Once contracts have been signed, uh, from the um, from the buyer and the um, dealer sends us the information. We're, we're going to wire the money. The next time, the next thing that comes up is 
commercial insurance. Now, this is, um, of course, this is not um, securing or insuring a car. It's it, This is for a truck or a trailer or, um, you know, so that's different, right? I know that we, we do work with other companies that offer commercial insurance. Um, I know my mother, she... She has a variety of different insurance companies that she uses um, as far as trying to make sure, you know, each person has a different need, um, a different, you know, limit that they're trying to insure. So every person is different, and we're able to just look at it and see where um, can do a, just a small quote and see, okay, are we able to help you in that particular area? If not, like, okay, well, unfortunately, we weren't able to help you, um, but maybe other companies that we might work with might be able to help you in that in that particular area. Uh, so this is something that, you know, before you decide to finance, you should already look into or have a company chosen for your commercial insurance. Right. right, because if the premiums are going to change. Um, each person, depending on how many, like, fleet they have, it's going to change per person or per company. Um, so that would be a good idea of, to know what, what's going to be your expenses as well. Because that's another thing that they're going to look at, either your personal um, credit or your business credit. Insurance companies so, actually look into that. So for someone that is a first-time commercial buyer, they, you know, they're, um, they were a driver in their current company. Now they're looking, being, they're wanting to finance and become, you know, an owner operator. They don't have the equipment yet, but they want to um, have the insurance in order before, you know, they go into financing and actually buy equipment and going through all that fiasco, what information do you guys need, or what what should um, what should that person bring to you to ask you for to help with insurance? Or is it something that you know we would have to call your mom and or you know give us some insight? So I can give you a little insight on it. Um, if you're if you don't, are you asking if like if if someone was already an owner operator or someone that's not an owner operator because it varies on what you will be providing right why well i'm talking about the first time buyers you know that they don't have a fleet they don't have this is going to be their first truck or their first trailer that they're going to purchase so they don't have they want to get you know the they want to have the insurance in order before they buy equipment so they don't know what they're going to buy. They have, you know, maybe they have an idea. Um, what information would you need in order to, like sometimes, you know, when I call my, I guess what I'm asking is sometimes when I'm going to buy a, a car, before I buy it, I call my insurance company and say, hey, how much would the insurance be for this, for this, you know, gotcha. so car? They, they will need, um of course, the VIN or an idea of what vehicle it's going to be. I mean, we do have a USDOT or an MC or just a DOT. Um, that will vary as far as your premium that they're going to ask for. Um, if if it's if you already registered you as a DBA, 
or just as a just one person with one fleet that you're looking into, um, then your mm-hmm. personal information. As you know, your your driver license. If it's a CDL, it's they're going to require a CDL, um, and then your social security, because they do like so they they look into your personal credit history to see what they're going to be able to enter it, and if you are what kind of um, trailer tractor fleet you're purchasing to look at the liability that the insurance company is actually willing to insure. I see. Now, the, the commercial insurance um, with, that you're associated with, it's only in Texas, right? Yes. Or do you provide insurance in, in, in any other states? I know that my mother has um, other companies that she has, you know, helped in Florida, um, Arkansas, Oklahoma. I'm not too sure as far as in the East Coast, um, if, but I know that she has other companies. That would be something that I would have to ask why I can't even provide her information um, that if people are willing to contact, or y'all can contact, and I can definitely um, get that information out to you. So I, w- I wouldn't know awesome. without asking to see what kind of company she, she works with. That's awesome. Any other information that you provide her, or did we squeeze it all out of you? <laughs> I think you squeezed it all out of me. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Well, thank you so much. I, I learned a lot. <laughs> I didn't even know I had all these questions for you. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't I hope I didn't. I was like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. It was I learned a lot as a lending side for the commercial. So yeah, and I hope everyone that is listening everything. Yeah, and especially with financing, you know, you, there's so much involved, and there's so much that you know happens so quickly that you know sometimes it's good to be prepared. And and that was the whole po- the whole point of you know having me and you together with this podcast. Um, and I hope everyone received valuable information about commercial financing and building credit and, you know, purchasing equipment and, and building a fleet, which is why we're here. You know, we, um, I believe in, in, in women advancing in this industry because there's, you know, little to none of us out there. We're growing. Uh, I see a lot more women out there, which I'm so thankful for, but that's what we're here for. You know, I'm here. I want to be able to be there for, you know, some of our truckers, our female truckers that are going to finance and be independent and go on their own. You know, these drivers, I want them become to become owner-operators our owner operators to become, you know, company owners and, and comes to retirement and you don't have to retire. Why? Because you have 12 uh, pieces of equipment, six trucks, six trailers that you're still making money, but you're enjoying retirement because these are working for you and they're still making you money and you have drivers that you're going to help move along the trail that you went through. And that, that is why we are here, is to to empower women, women to become, you know, all that they can be. Yeah, so size the limit on it. Yeah, I'm so thankful that you, you gave us a little bit of your time. Um, 
and just wanted to Thank share, you, you know, to me. Yeah, I am. I just want everybody to have my information. Uh, again, my name is Angelica Martinez. I can always be reached uh, through Facebook. Um, you can call or text me directly. My phone number is 214-563-4411. Um, I look forward to getting anyone's call that is looking into financing or looking into credit. I work really closely with Carmen um, in helping you know, my customers that aren't ready or just yet ready to finance that they, um, you know, that that are needing help with credit and, and insurance and, you know, different things. So I value my relationship with you, Carmen. Thank you. Likewise, they're learning a lot from you too as far as the commercial lending side. It's It's different from the personal side and, um, helping a lot of the females in this industry is it's a big plus. Um, I've come yeah, across I mean, what a few is... female owner operators, and man, they're it's 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 amazing to see it. Their husbands are the drivers, yeah. and they're the ones that are working for it. Yeah. And so, what is the best way to reach uh, to reach you, Carmen? So um, yes, my name is you know, Carmen Madrigal, um, and you can reach me at the four six nine. Seven four two one zero three nine, or I have a business phone. It's um the four six nine eight three one zero six four zero. And if you just have any questions on credit or credit repair, education on it, um, taxes, trying to see if you should incorporate your business, or um, any questions on your MCs or DOTs, feel free to give us a call. Be able to help you out with that. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we also want to invite our um, she sisters to to our Spotify um, website. It's uh, Spotify.com slash she trucking. So if you know you want to review this podcast one more time, you can always um, refer back to our Spotify account. And uh, replay this because, you know, you, it, we gave us so much information and not all the information was shared on here. This was just a little, a little bit of, you know, the work that we provide. There's just so much more to financing. There's so much more to credit. There's so much more to insurance. And, you know, we just want to, you know, give a little bit of, of what we do to help you ladies out there um, become successful in this business. Now, um, you know, log into our Spotify, uh, share our podcast with with other women um, in the industry. Um, Have them log on to our She Trucking Facebook page that is also available to you guys that has so much more information. This, I talked a little bit about financing, but a couple of months ago when I first started here back in September, I gave a webinar on financing. You know, it is a video out there. So, you know, for those that weren't able to see me today, you know, that video is something helpful, you know, that goes more into detail about financing. So if you want to know more, look at our webinars on our She Trucking Facebook page. Um, if you, you know, 
listen to it. If you have any questions, you know, you can reach out to me. Um, if you have more questions about what Carmen had to say today, please, you can dial her number and, you know, she can enlighten you more about about uh, the great information she gave us today. Now, um, also, we have uh, next week... Um, we have um, a 17-year-old veteran, Mr. Orlando Roberts. He's a driver trainer for Phoenix-based uh, Swift Transportation. He will be here um, next week to talk about uh, driver trainer um, training and uh, going over some hurdles about what students go through in their driver training. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, well, before we end, anything else you want to share with us, Carmen? No, just thank you so much for having me. And um, you have my number. If you have any questions, please feel free to give me a call, reach out. Anything I can help, I'll be glad to. If I don't have the answer, I'll definitely get that for you. And I hope to hear from all of you or most of you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much. Uh, we are we are out of here. Um, don't forget to check us out um, in, on on Spotify. And if there's anything we can do, we'll be happy to help you, ladies. Thank you so much. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. Thank you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.